0: Greetings in the name of Jesus, this is Rob Hames. This is 15 minutes with Jesus. I would like to start this program with a prayer. If you would join me, let's pray. Father in Jesus name, we thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus Christ. You gave him a living sacrifice on the cross at Calvary 2,000 years ago. And on him were laid all of our sins. He bore all our sins in his body on the cross. Lord, we thank you that you did that, that you were willing to go to the cross for us. Your word says, Father, this is love, not that we loved God, but that you loved us and gave your son a sacrifice, a living sacrifice for our sins. Thank you, Father. We just ask you to bless this program. Ask you to bless everyone that is listening to this program. I pray you would speak to preachers. I pray you would speak to your preachers. Speak to your ministers. I pray you would challenge them. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray you would bless everyone listening to this program. And I commit it to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. We're going to talk about the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Let's turn to Matthew 10, verse 5. These twelve Jesus sent out and commanded them, saying, Do not go into the way of the Gentiles and do not enter into the city of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Cast out demons. Freely you have received. Freely give. Provide neither gold nor silver nor copper in your money belts nor bag for your journey nor two tunics, nor sandals, nor staffs, for a worker is worthy of his food. Jesus said, As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. We can turn to 1 Thessalonians 1, verse 5. For our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power, and in the Holy Spirit, and in much assurance, as you know what kind of men we were among you for your sake. The gospel came not in word only, but in power, in the Holy Ghost, and with much assurance. The word of God with the Holy Spirit and power, confirming the word with power. Hallelujah. Let's turn to Romans 10, verse 6. But the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Do not say in your heart, Who will ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Or who will descend into the abyss? That is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, Whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. Confess Jesus as your Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. The apostles gave witness to the resurrection of Jesus from the dead with power. Jesus was raised in power. Let's turn to 2 Corinthians 13 real quick. Thank you, Jesus. 2 Corinthians thirteen four. For though he was crucified in weakness, yet he lives by the power of God. For we also are weak in him, but we shall live with him by the power of God toward you. Jesus was crucified through weakness, yet he lives by the power of God. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, how shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? Verse 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, not in word only, but also in the Holy Ghost and power. The apostles being sent by the Holy Spirit, they went in the authority of Jesus and he demonstrated his power. In Mark 16:20. We read, And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them, sent by him, and confirming the word with signs following. Jesus works through those whom he sends. 1 Corinthians 2 The Apostle Paul said, And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellency of speech or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling, and my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Paul came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring the testimony of God, The gospel is the testimony of God. He determined to know nothing among them save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. As they preached the cross and the resurrection of Jesus, the Lord confirmed His word with signs following. For the preaching of the cross is to them that are perishing foolishness, but unto us that are being saved it is the power of God. Ephesians 1, verse 15. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward usward who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but in that which is to come. And he hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. The exceeding greatness of his mighty power, which the Father worked in Jesus when he raised him from the dead. In 1 Corinthians chapter two, we read that Paul was preaching with fear, the fear of God, and much trembling. He said, My speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but what? But in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. These men feared God greatly, and they determined to only preach Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And God manifested His power to bear witness to the preaching of the cross and the resurrection of Jesus from the dead, wherein all sicknesses were healed, the dead were raised up, all sorrows were removed, all pains taken away, all demonic bondage destroyed. They were all laid on Jesus on the cross, all sins forgiven through repentance and faith, eternal life given to those who would believe. You who were dead in trespasses and sins, has he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, buried with him in baptism, risen with him through the faith of the operation of God who has raised him from the dead. Hallelujah. The Bible says we are baptized into Jesus' death. We are crucified with Christ. We are baptized with him into his death, his burial, and we are raised with him and seated with him at the right hand of the Father, far above all, Principality, power, might, dominion, sickness, pain, torments, devils, wicked men. We are raised above all of this. We are in Christ. We must believe this. We are seated in Christ. That is the right hand of the Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Matthew 10. In Matthew 10, we read earlier when Jesus sent out the 12, and he said, Provide neither gold nor silver nor copper in your money belts nor bag for your journey nor two tunics nor sandals nor staffs. He said for a worker is worthy of his food. In the King James it says the workman is worthy of his meat. Are you a workman who is worthy of his meat? Are you sent by Jesus? I'm talking to you ministers of the gospel. I'm talking to you preachers. Are you Going in much fear and trembling? Have you determined to know nothing among the people but Jesus Christ and Him crucified? Or are you speaking enticing words of man's wisdom, with feigned words, making merchandise of God's sheep, causing them to trust in the wisdom of a man and not in the power of God, which the Father worked in Jesus when He raised Him from the dead? Are you demonstrating the Spirit? Do you have the Spirit? Did he send you? Is the Lord manifesting his power through you so that the people's trust will be in him and not in you? In the risen Christ, our Savior, our healer, our deliverer, our provider, our comforter, our dear friend, who laid down his life for us on the cross in order to give us life and all things in him, our Lord, our King, our great God, who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood? Hallelujah. If God is not demonstrating his power through you, repent. No condemnation. Sit down. Go home. Seek him with all your heart for a real revelation of the cross of Christ and be willing to clean toilets or paint houses or whatever he gives you to do with all your heart, serving him until he sends you to do something else. The Lord confirms his words in the mouths of his servants, whom he sends as they preach the cross of Jesus Christ in much fear and trembling, with his signs, gifts, and miracles of the Holy Ghost. Hebrews 2, 3 and 4. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who heard him? God, also bearing witness, both with signs and wonders, with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. Jesus said, I only do what I see my Father doing, and I only say what I hear him saying. If any man says he abides in him, let him walk as he walked, the Apostle John said. And the Father will confirm his words according to his will, always according to his will. Even as the Apostle Peter said to the people, as they were gazing at him in John after God healed the lame man at the temple gate. He said in Acts 3, And his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Peter gave all the glory to Jesus. And to you preachers, repent and preach the gospel with power, with signs following, and give glory to the God who sent you. I am God Almighty. I am speaking to my preachers. Hearken to the voice of my servant, Rob. These words I have given him, and I am confirming those words right now by the manifestation of my spirit as I speak to you, my ministers. You know me. You that I've called. You that I've sent. Do not be intimidated by men forsake filthy lucre says the lord and seek me with all your heart and i will demonstrate my power as you preach the gospel of my son his death his burial and his resurrection i am god almighty hearken to my voice and hearken to the voice of my servant whom i have sent i sent rob by my spirit says the lord